Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, whatever time you happen to tune in. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee and Collaborations Media Presents the Ultimate Fan Podcast. Now, let me tell you something. If you notice, you've been watching us, you may have noticed that I left off club. So it's been the Ultimate Fan Club Podcast, but we just shifted. I'm going to tell you why. First, it's a funny story. My graphic designer left the word off accidentally. But then when I read it, I was like, don't change that. That is more of a perfect representation of what I was putting out there. You know, sometimes we all have to be open to that, to adjusting, to sometimes looking at things through a new lens in order to be our best. And so as if you've never joined us before, FAN is an acronym for Friends Accountability Network. So welcome to the Ultimate Friends Accountability Network podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Winborn. My company is Kimberly Winborn LLC, and Coffee and Collaborations is the communications component of Kimberly Winborn LLC, which is also financial services. I'm excited today because <laughs> I get to have another amazing guest. Now, I've been trying to get her on for a little bit ever since I met her and she was interested in being on the podcast. We kind of, I don't know, with the communication gap. And then I saw her again. I was stalking her. You know, you guys know my personality. I'm like, okay, let's do this when I have it in my mind to do something. And the reason why is because I had looked at her website. I had gone and done my due diligence. She sent me her website. I did research and I found out a little more about what she's into and we aligned. And then also she's a servant and you guys know, I love that. And then secondly, she's a poet. And I was like, I have to have you meet her. I have to have her on. And I want to bring in Trina Rodriguez right now. So let's bring her on and welcome her to the show. Welcome, Trina. Hey, hi. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me, Kimberly. I appreciate You're welcome. it. welcome. You are welcome. <laughs> yes. So filmwork.org. Go there, you all. It's F-E-M-E-W-O-R-K.org. And we're going to share her information throughout the time together. But go and check that out and you'll see what I'm talking about why I love her story, why I love her. And I wanted to share a little bit about what Femwork is, how she got started with that and introduce us in her own words. You know, I, I share my words, but in her <laughs> own words, so we can give her a Coffee and Collaborations Ultimate Fan welcome. Oh, hi, everyone. Thank you so much. Again, I am Trina Rodriguez and Femwork is my organization and it stands for Faith educate, motivate, and empower. And that's what we do for our, um, for our clients. We yes. encourage them to be uh, the best version of themselves, just trying to figure out what they need and to fill in the gap. So we really work a lot on um, helping them to develop their professional image, you know, mm -hmm. teaching them how to transition from, you know, from young adulthood to full careers, you know, and people who are transitioning in any part of their lives, we try to help them if they're struggling. So we try to um, assist them to have faith in their ability to affect change, to educate them in the area of their need, to motivate them to pursue their dreams, and to empower them to take action. 
Love it. I love it. <laughs> and the fact that, so what are the, what is the youngest when it comes to the youth? What is the youngest that you're working with? Um, that would be ninth graders. So graders. we go into the school and we talk to them about their visual resume and starting early developing, mm -hmm. you know, what their professional image is going to be. You know, one thing I tell them that they always laugh and I said, would you recommend you? And some <laughs> of them was like, no. And I'm like, well, change. Let's yeah. see what we can do about that. So it's really funny. But yes, the high schoolers, we, that, they're the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, some people would say, would say they're the most challenging, but yeah, in what you're doing, they're apps, they have to be, I love working with high schoolers because I do financial literacy and entrepreneurship workshops. Now I love yeah. working with the little ones too. You know, I started, my daughter started her business at the age of seven, but wow. I really love working with the high schoolers because what if they could take that skill set to college with them to be able to create a stream of income while they're in school and it doesn't interfere with college work and they're able to now be able to build some uh, money to have for when they get out of school and you know all of that and sometimes it helps to get them on the right track too to knowing what they want yeah, yeah. definitely and yes we do align perfectly because they learn about that stream of income and then i try to teach them how to present themselves that they're being um they're being judged off of the canvas that they, you know, set forth in someone, you know, you want to be able to, you know, control the dialogue. So what yeah. you look like speaks volumes before you ever get the opportunity to utter a word. So I Absolutely. tell them how important it is the way they show up. And yeah. if they're trying to do streams of income, they're going to need somebody to buy in. So how they present themselves is always going to be paramount. Yeah, I like to call it communicating your brand because your brand is you. Exactly. And, in, and the communication side of Kimberly Winborn LLC, that's one of the components. How are you showing up? How are you communicating your brand from an event perspective to what you have on everything? So I, yeah, I love that. And I can't wait for us to talk a little bit further um, about that, you know, and how we do align even the more. But I want to hear your story. Like, I want to hear the meat and potatoes <laughs> of film work, you know, and Trina Rodriguez, because you do have layers. I mean, most of us do when you when you start to peel us back like an onion, then there's so many layers of beauty and and <laughs> stories. And I just love stories. So can you share a little bit about your story with us, especially the evolution of you to what you're doing now? So film work started um, out of tragedy, which or um necessity, however it is. And mm -hmm. I use a flagship story just to communicate uh, to my audience. And I'd like to, you know, to uh, please share a story today. So um, I couldn't wait to be 40 years old. 40 was my <laughs> magic number. It meant that my youngest child would be 18 years old and I had reached a pinnacle time in my life. I was excited about the possibility of traveling, going on new adventures, taking risks, and living life to the fullest. I was eager and ready to experience new things, beginning with the purchase of my brand new motorcycle. My biggest <laughs> surprise was my sister Missy had come down some, from Baltimore to celebrate my big day. We played cards, took turns riding the motorcycle, and just enjoyed each other. The weekend was a success, and I was energized and ready to begin my new life. But Sunday seemed to come too soon, and my sister Missy, her son Carl, and my daughter Queen had to leave. I was sorry they had to go, but my sister's presence really made my 40th the best birthday ever. 
On the following Friday, as I was preparing to go to work, I received a phone call. On the other end was my nephew, Carl, sobbing uncontrollably and muttering words I couldn't understand. As I urged him to calm down, I heard Queen's voice in the background stammering something about an ambulance and resuscitating my sister. I was confused, weak, and scared, but I knew one thing. I had to get to Missy, and she needed me, and I was five hours away. I hung up the phone. My husband and I gathered our things, collected my youngest daughter, and we headed to Baltimore. As I got into the car, I began to call in my job to let them know what was going on and to alert them that I wouldn't be in. As I was on the call, my husband began to nudge me and said, Trina, I need to talk to you. Can you hang up the phone? And I said, just give me a moment. I really need to get some things that work straight. Just give me a second. And he said, no, honey, I really need to talk to you. Can you hang up the phone? So I conceded. I told my boss I will call her back. And I hung up the phone and I turned to him and I said, what is it? What is it that's so important? And he took this really slow, deep breath. And he said, your sister has died. And it was as if everything went silent. All I could hear was the pounding of my heart in my chest. What do you mean my sister died? She was just here last week. She can't be gone, not gone forever. And then all of a sudden I heard this blood curdling scream that jolted me out of darkness into reality that my sister had died. This drive was the slowest, most miserable journey of my life. Missy was more than just my sister. At times, she was my mother, my friend, my confidant. She was literally everything I knew about myself. And she was gone. And I was lost. All I kept thinking about is her talking to me earlier in the week, telling me that she didn't feel well. And she had called her job to let them know that she wouldn't be in and they threatened to write her up just three days before her death. And she went to work anyway. I kept thinking, why would you go to work sick? Why wasn't you more concerned about your health rather than a dang job? When I got to the hospital in Baltimore, I found out that my sister had died of sudden cardiac arrest. And they allowed me one last glance before they covered her over with the sheet. She meant so much to me. It was so hard to let go. And for the next few days, I had the difficult task of preparing for her funeral. And the process was mentally and physically draining, but I made it through. I also had to gather her things amongst all the other loose ends that had to be tied. When I arrived at her job, her supervisor greeted me at the entrance and escorted me back to her desk. And it was a completely open space. And it was dimly lit and it felt really cold. And in the center of it was a lone chair that had a sign affixed to it that read, do not sit. That sign pierced me like a spear through my heart. My sister had spent 20 years working for that company, sitting in that chair for most of it, and that's all that was left of her? A sign that the company had affixed to the chair? Is that what all her sacrificing was for? Is that the legacy that she left? I had no answers for her life. But in that moment, I realized 
but I had no answers for my own. During the drive home, I couldn't seem to get the vision of the sign out of my head. It seems to have imprinted my soul. Do not sit. And that's when I decided that I didn't want to be in the passenger seat of my life any longer. I didn't want my sister's fate to be my fate. So instead of sitting, I decided to stand and do not sit became my motivation to keep moving and not to sit, not even one more day. I wanted to be counted. I wanted to be heard. So today I plead with you, do not sit and waste the talents you have been given. Do not sit around and expect someone to hand you your dreams. Do not sit out on opportunities to be better. And do not sit and wait for life to pass you by. Thank you. Yes. Yes, that is so beautiful. Such a beautiful story. I have to breathe for a second. Such a beautiful story. Trina, that was such a beautiful story. I literally was over here trying to keep myself together. When we talk about our story, when we talk about our why, the thing that drives us, that's such a, such a reason, such a big reason to get up and wake up every day, to be reminded every day, do not sit. And then to share that message with these young people. Oh my God. And that's the thing that really hits me because I, I, I focus on legacy quite a bit. You know, I, be, you know, I believe that whether it's financially, whether it's our actions, whatever, we're going to leave some sort of a, 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 a legacy behind. And she left such an imprint on you that is transferring mm-hmm. from you to others through the work that you're doing. That's why I get emotional about it because, well, first of all, I'm an empath. And secondly, (laughs) because I feel, I can feel your passion in that story. I don't know if about you guys who are watching or listening. If you just, if there's, if you just think about that one thing that motivates you every day, like truly, and just focus on that every day, that do not sit moment, that when you don't feel like getting out of bed, when you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, Mm -hmm. when you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, you know, when you get the worst news of your life sometimes, how can you reframe that? And then that story become your message, your ministry. Yes. Thank you for sharing. Oh, oh, go ahead. Thank you. I mean, I just, and, and from that time, I knew that there was more that I was yeah. being called to do more, right? And it's not just about going to work and coming home and taking care of just your little community, right? And um, I heard something the other day that said, legacy is not what you leave for people, it's what you leave in people. Yes. And so I want to leave a message that you are more, right? You are more. And Sometimes we have to go through tragedy to figure out what our gifts are to even connect to those gifts. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I have, I began writing and I start, I wrote that story. Mm-hmm. And then I realized I've always had a lot of apprehension around writing. And then I realized that my gift was writing. 
Yeah. Right. And so, wow. Like how in the, (laughs) how did you come up with that? Right. Yeah. And I've been writing ever since and I have stories and I, I tend to use stories because stories communicates things to people. Right. And they're willing to listen to a good story. Right. And so, um, I, I find that my younger generation, they're like, Oh, how old was she? Or they'll ask questions and they're like, and I'm like, yeah, you want to be better and you have to do something, right? You want to, you want to learn that there is things out here that's going to impact you. And it may have been sent to destroy you, but you can change the message in that. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You can change that narrative. You can. And, and so you've heard the, cle- well, people say it's cliche now, but you know, people say you turn your pain into purpose. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. You turn your pain into purpose and, but it teaches such a valuable lesson, you know, because I believe mindset is some of everything, like having a growth mindset instead of fixed, uh, it changes so many things about us. And so that to me is what that makes me think of. You could have taken that scenario and lived a very <laughs> fixed life, no growth, just I'm depressed. I'm sad. I lost my sister. She's gone mad at God, you know, all these different things, but you took that and you turned your pain into purpose, which is a growth mindset. Um, you know, let's talk about mindset for a second. Like what, when you think about that and you're talking to these youth, are you able to tap into that? Like how powerful the mindset is, um, when you're working with the youth? Yeah. And I think that that's everything. Your mindset is everything. What you believe you can do, you know, Mm -hmm. that that belief in yourself. um, And that's why faith is not just faith in God, but it's also faith in yourself. Yeah. Like you can do all things. You have to put your mind to it. You have to be determined. Mm -hmm. So I think the mindset to me is wrapped around their faith. And then we want to motivate, motivate them and then empower them. Like that's Mm -hmm. how you empower, like go out there and do this. You have the information. Mm -hmm. And the way that I deal with fear is I use fear as an acronym. And for me, it's find every available resource. If I have a fear about money, I'm coming to Kimberly because Kimberly knows about money. So let me try and figure out how I can tap into her to get a different mindset when it comes to money. Right. So if you find your resources, if you deal with, you know, there's so many things out here that you can connect to. Yeah. Right. So if you find the resource that is connected to your fear, fear can exist where you have a foundation that you've built on it. Yeah. You know, this is what you know, right? You know, mm-hmm. I have $10 here. I know I have this $10, right? Yeah. My resources is what can I do with this $10? Kimberly can help me figure out what to do with this $10 if it's just to open a bank account. Right. Right. So it's just it's making sure that they have the information and making sure that they're able to use it in a simple term. That's how I try and communicate what I'm trying to help them with. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because resources are available, you know, in one form or fashion Now we have to be open to receiving, you know, and that's that fear, like you were saying, um, being available to those resources, overcoming the thing that we may not even know is coming, but as a result of the fact that we know that we are capable of doing more um, than we can achieve and we can overcome so many things. And, you know, one of the things that I like to focus on when it comes to overcoming fear or or overcoming any limit is to stay 
associating with people who can also help to be an accountability, you know, to help you to, you know, like if I have you in my corner that's rooting for me and I am dealing with a fear, then you just every day can remind me or whenever I reach out to you or or if that's your assignment, I become your assignment to a certain degree, then, you know, you can say, hey, Kim, are you on track to finish this project? Are you blah, blah, blah. And so association is so key, you know, even the groups like we're in the the year of the black entrepreneur many these guys have heard me talk about triangle entrepreneur leadership for years because <laughs> i've been a part of it uh the show actually launched from my uh networking group visionary networking circle i started the show around the premise of networking and building your circle within the circle before going outside of the circle that was the concept of visionary networking circle well ryan was a part of visionary networking circle oh, nice. and then when he was ready to do his thing with triangle i was like yeah okay we're a team let's do this together and now we can you know provide resources for other but it's because of my association with him and those people that came with him and then same thing for me his the associations of people then we can stay accountable to certain things we can move forward and that's so key so you're pouring into these kids (laughs) using your story and how powerful And even on an entrepreneurial level, um, I believe that just like being a part of YBE is great. I have a business bestie, like somebody that we talk to about our business all the time. I don't even, you know, it's like, oh, we're best friends, like we're business besties. Like when it comes to our business, we both continually pushing each other forward, trying to make sure that we're accountable uh, to each other. And also I'm a part of a co-founder of Tribe Mm -hmm. and um, it's together reaching and inspiring business excellence. And we are on Clubhouse every Thursday at noon and we talk about different subjects just about women and entrepreneurship and how we can collaborate, how we can help, right? And how we can just, I I worry about the whole person, right? It's Mm -hmm. not just your business, it's your whole person person, because you are your business, right? You are your brand. If you fall, so I talk about stress, we talk about um, what do you need to go to the next level? So there's a lot of different things, but finding your tribe Mm -hmm. is important important, just like you're saying, finding the people who have been assigned to you and you are assigned to them, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to, you, that's, that's good because they're the people that's going to push you when you're trying to give up. Absolutely. And that's one of the, we had a group of us that collaborated, that came together back in 2018, different businesses. And uh, we had this thing called the e-lounge. And that was our saying, find your tribe. You know, that Mm -hmm. was our little hashtag that we want to attract who we want to become. And we want to attract those who we can learn from. And then also attract those who need us, like who we can pour into and um, just have that whole tribal concept to be able to uplift each other. And so it was so powerful because like I said, it was like, what, six businesses that came together as a result. So we didn't have to necessarily uh, pull, uh, uh, go outside of the resources we had so many there we had a dj we had uh, Mm -hmm. people who could plan and come up with networking activities we had finance you know we had so many different layers uh event planner you know so Mm -hmm. it was so powerful and um you know i really believe in collaboration i believe in your tribe i believe in that you know together we can do so much. We can do yeah. so much more together. So one of the things that I was really um, impressed by you outside of the fact that you are a poet 
and uh, you're doing so much work in the community, but you also are free with giving information when it comes to resources. That's one yeah. of the things I noticed about you in YBE, and you're a pusher, you're an encourager. <laughs> like, you know, you know, there's so many people that sometimes you don't feel like anybody can encourage you, or you don't feel like, um, like, oh, I don't know if I can do this, or I don't know if I can do that, you, you know, but you encourage people the most. Um, and that's one <laughs> of the things that I love about you. You're such an encourager. I see you encouraging people to go out and do amazing things. Is that something that you've developed into? Or have you always kind of been like that? What do you think? What would people say? I, yeah, I would say that I've probably always been like that. I mean, I have uh, three daughters. And mm -hmm. I always just wanted to connect them. There were so many things I didn't know as a mother, but yeah. I always knew that I needed to connect them to the people who knew. I didn't have to know. My daughter came to me and she was uh, about 12 and she said, I want to sing, but I want to sing classical music. So mm -hmm. in my mind, I'm like, you don't sound like Beyonce. So I'm trying <laughs> to figure out, you know, what it yeah. is, you know, but I knew enough to get her to the school of the arts. And now today she's an opera singer. Yes. So it's like, as long as I can connect them, right. Yeah. And I can put them on the right path and give them the information they need. That's why resources is important. And then that's how I've been able to push not only the people that I come in contact with, but my own family. Yeah. Right. I love so, that. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, speaking of your daughters, that kind of can segue into my next question that I have for you concerning like any tips or anything that you have for business owners, but especially those who are lacking confidence, who are struggling with the imposter syndrome, uh, comparing themselves. Um, you know, one of your components is empowering the youth but to walk in their authentic selves. Like what are some tips or some things that you've been able to share with others, these youth or whoever you're around in order to inspire and encourage that? And I believe mostly I tell them to embrace who they are. I think a lot of people try to run away from who they are. They yeah. need to accept who they are and change those things that need to be adjusted, right? Absolutely. Not that, not that you need to abandon them. But what I've learned is that my old self and my new self had to come to a reckoning, right? <laughs> and so once you decide that you're going to, you know, that person that you used to be, mm -hmm. you have to take that person, right? And merge it with the person that you're trying to be because you can't abandon that person or it's going to come back to haunt you, Yeah. right? So it's like you take in all of who you are and you're putting that on and you're moving forward with it. So my thing is to always tell them that they can, if they could, if you can see it, if you say it enough, if you see it enough, and if you move toward it, it becomes mm -hmm. a part of who you are. So you, every day you should be saying, I am this entrepreneur, or I, I am this business owner, yeah. or I am this teacher, or I am this, whatever it is that you decide that you want to be. And yeah. then you put pictures up so that you can see it, right? You do your vision board, mm -hmm. right? You make sure that it's always in front of you somewhere showing you where you're headed. Right. Yeah. And then if you speak it saying, I'm going to be a teacher. So whatever, I'm, whatever fear I'm dealing with, I'm going to, to tap into that by finding the resource that yeah. will eradicate that fear. So as long as you're dealing with fear, you're finding resources that find every available resource, which would, I, is an acronym that I use for fear. Mm -hmm. And then if you say it enough, if you see it enough, and if you move toward it, it becomes a part of who you are. Absolutely. 
And, you know, one of the things that you said that I want to just expound on really quickly is the self. Like when you deny yourself and who you truly are for so long, what happens to yourself? You know, that entity of self, you know, um, you begin to lose you. You begin yeah. to use you, lose you, which can lead to so many other things. And so I, I love that you said that because being true to who you are, doing the work in the areas um, that need work, but being mm -hmm. true to who you are, it also helps us to live out purpose. You know, I think about you and your story mm -hmm. and how you've discovered writing is an outlet. It heals and helps others, it, but it also heals and mm -hmm. helps you. And then it became a way for you to share your story and mm -hmm. be your authentic self. And now you're able to bless so many people by using that gift. And mm -hmm. so being your authentic- And every time I say it, it feels like it, it helps me. Yeah. It helps mend those things that are broken in me. Yeah. Every time I get to tell somebody else and they're like, oh my God, you know, that really resonated with me or I lost somebody or yeah. <laughs> I've been wondering what to do next. You know, once I hear those things, it just really lets me know that I'm on the right track. Like right I'm, track. I'm doing the right track. I'm, I'm talking to the right people and whoever gets something out of it was the person that was supposed to get that message out of it. And nobody Absolutely. gets the same thing. Everybody gets something. Right. right. Absolutely. And, um, yes, it's just been it's been a saving grace for me because losing my sister at a, the age of 41 uh, was extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. it was a pain that I would that was harder than losing my mom. I hate to even say that, but it is. It was harder. So harder she than was losing my mom. She was just a year older than you. That's it. One yeah. year older than me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can so, imagine. Yeah. And that's what that's what made me because stories do that. That's what made yeah. me feel that even the more because I have a sister and we're only a year and nine months apart and so I couldn't imagine that pain and then walking into the office and only seeing do not sit like you expect flowers or you know you expect something like she's been here 20 years you know um, my sister's a dancer so I probably expect like you know a whole bunch of um, pictures of her, you know, dancing or some of the students or, you know, just something, her favorite things that people have experienced. So I get that. And so that's what stories do. And I, I appreciate you for being true to who you are, because now you're blessing so many other people. And that's one of the things I want to share with you guys today, you know, to take from this, we've talked about mindset, we talked about accountability, we talked about authenticity. And that's the main thing that I really want to share um, in this season, because people are already getting burnout. Um, I think the heaviness of the pandemic on top of losses and all of that, it's just, uh, we're getting burnout even more and even mm -hmm. faster. And um, it, it's truly time to stop and take a step back and get with you, get with yourself. Mm -hmm. So you can understand you, so you can walk in your authentic self, because one of the reasons we're so tired, and I see you nodding your head in agreement, I think one of the reasons we're so tired is because we're trying to be somebody else we're trying like somebody to, else yeah we're trying to instagram and yeah. trying to imitate people that we're not we're not those people it's right? tiring us it's yeah. it's tiring we're trying to be somebody else and we're not truly walking in the essence of who we're supposed to be so exactly. you know maybe there's something that somebody has said or, or not or that you've heard about yourself those who are listening and you just didn't feel like you felt like it was going to be too much work or just whatever but that's truly where you need to B, sometimes taking a rest, taking a month off, taking a step back, you know, and truly getting in your quiet place 
and writing things out and you know really going back to the origin of your story will help you to get realigned and and that's what i'm recommending in this season you know we're ending up we just ended up mental health awareness month in may mm -hmm. we're now in june you know when the show airs it'll be june so we're now in june and so what can we do what can those who are watching do this this month to make a choice to say i'm going to walk in my authentic self i'm going to stop doing all this busy work and do the thing that i'm supposed to do so that i can be my best self so that i can serve those who i'm supposed to serve because yeah. you served me girl like you just served <laughs> <laughs> you just served us with your story what's anything that we can keep you accountable to or something that you like to share with the listeners about getting connected with you getting their youth involved in your program yeah, so I'm um, right now and I'm trying to build a circuit around the high school. So going inside the high schools and giving a program that matriculates from the ninth to the 12th grade, mm -hmm. where it would basically um, help them to stay on track, having somebody that to make them accountable at each level. So it would be workshops that I uh, that I host um, inside the school. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to get all of my uh, ducks in a row to be able to go into the school system. Nice. So that's what I'm trying to do now. That's what I've been focusing on. Um, I do some public speaking. So I go out to shelters, to mm -hmm. um, nonprofit organizations and, and places where I can speak to them. I've spoken at Duke University. Um, mm -hmm. I've done poems. I mean, just things that uh, for, for um, Women's History Month, Mm -hmm. and for the radio so there's just things that i've been doing to get out there right and get myself seen and um helping whomever will listen right and mm -hmm. so i just if i could um give you my my last little tidbit of story if you if you would give me just sure. a second just so um one day i was and kimberly heard this the other day but this is how i'm operating uh now uh one day I was exercising with three people. It's usually to uh, my trainer, another lady and me, and they will always run further, faster than I would. It seems like I'm trying to jog, I'm trying to go fast, but I just go up and down instead of forward. So it always takes me a long time. I'm always way, way behind. So this particular day I started crying and I was just like, I'm never gonna be able to keep up. This is so hard. Like, why am I putting myself through this? They're so much faster than me. And my trainer noticed that I was falling behind. So she turned around and she ran back to me and she followed the pace that I was at. And we were, we were running. And I started, I was like, I'm never gonna be able to do this. I'm tired and, you know, and um, she was like, she's like, that's okay. And I was crying and she put her hand on the small of my back and she said, it's okay to cry, just don't stop. Mm, yeah. And as an entrepreneur, there's a lot of days that you're gonna be crying and want to give up. Mm -hmm. What I can tell you is that it's okay to cry. It's okay to go at a slower pace than someone else. Just yeah. don't give up, just don't stop. Just don't stop, do not sit, do not stop. Keep moving, you will reach your goal, I promise you. Even if you have to pivot and take a different route, that doesn't mean that you failed. The only way you can fail is to stop and to sit. Absolutely, absolutely. Round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. it. You know, it makes me think about um, the story of the tortoise and the hare. 
You remember that story? Uh Yeah. Yeah. It takes me back to childhood, just, you know, hearing that. And um, that's why I love stories because story there, we have so much inside of us already. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, but we forget, we forget what's in there. And then it takes (laughs) like a story like that to remind us that, oh, wow. Yeah. She's right. (laughs) She's brilliant. She's right. Right. So oh, that's, I, that's what makes me authentic. That's what yeah. makes me, that's how I feel like I'm being true to who true. I am. It doesn't matter how many speakers you have. Somebody is going to not have the same element that you bring. There's Absolutely. something that you're going to have that's going to be. So never, never let you, um, you know, the thief is trying to, um, you know, trying to, to see somebody else trying to imitate what they're doing, you know, yeah. trying to follow them. You got, you got to do your own thing. Run yeah. your own race. Yeah. And I love that, you know, and that's why I love collaboration because you can work with somebody within the same industry, but bring a different component to it. And, and you save so much time because you already have some of the similar, you know, wisdom, you just might have a different set of skills or what have you. And so collaboration makes it more powerful. And I, I gladly work with other people who do the same thing I do because of that reason. Um, I really have loved our time together. You know, I'm over here. I'm over here like, okay, what else can we do? You know, like, (laughs) what else can I have her to do? Because I just love you. I love your stories. Um, Everything about you has been, I hope that those who are watching, those of you who are watching, you know, take down her information. It should be going across the screen right now. Take down her information. Make sure to follow, like I told you in the beginning, go to her website and see what that's all about. And then stay connected. See where she's going to be speaking or performing, uh, what have you. And of course, stay connected to Coffee and Collaborations because it is my goal to have her on something or Kimberly Winborn LLC one form or fashion Miss Trina Rodriguez will be back if she says yes (laughs) because I love it I love it I love it so thank you again Trina for joining us for thank you for all that you're doing for these entrepreneurs and I would love to collaborate with you and I appreciate you if no one has told you today I appreciate what you're doing and how you're trying to Uh, help people financially, how you're trying to, you know, give them some information and some background that you didn't have. And I I believe your legacy is going to be one that's going to be really, really out of this world. So I appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really do. I didn't pay her, y'all. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you all for joining. We'll see you next week on another episode of the Ultimate Fan Friends Accountability, mm, the Ultimate Fan Friends Accountability Networking Podcast. Follow us at coffeeandcollaborations.com and at Coffee and Collaborations on Facebook and Instagram. And of course, YouTube at Coffee and Collaborations Media. Remember, building relationships, the collaboration is essential to your win. Now, you may not have the coffee, that's the physical coffee, but what it represents, that building relationship, include that with collaboration and you're winning. You're winning. You're winning. So keep on winning because you're born to do so. Have a blessed and amazing rest of your Monday and rest of the week.